tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, welcome back to another fun, festive episode of Tin Foil Hat. Uh, you know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Uh, I'm here with my boy XG in the place to be. How are you? What's up? What's up? You look great. Thank your, you, dude. Your eyes coming back. You're like a lizard person. It D- took like a week. No, I'm Wolverine, dude. Yeah. I go over. A, I go over scooter. Boom. I'm back. Three days later, Shit. looking stunning, like an Armenian knight, <laughs> kicking ass and taking names. Guys, I appreciate all the kind words on uh, the last couple episodes. You guys are, are nice. Uh, apparently, from this is what I've gotten uh, from your your comments. Um, everybody's a shill, I'm on drugs, and XG's a crazy person. So the love is good. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, keep bringing the positivity out there. I love it. I don't even know why I look at the comments anymore. It's just a war zone. That's all it is. It's just a war zone of crazy. But you guys are watching. I appreciate the love. Uh, we're coming out to see you. Tim Fall has everywhere. Okay. Uh, this month, we are in uh, Santa Cruz. We're doing the, where are we in? Oh, no. Uh, this, actually, July 6th, we are at the Rec Room in Huntington, Huntington Beach. Beach. Grab those tickets quick because that will sell out. And then at the end of the month, at the, on, is it the, uh, 20th? the 20th, we are at uh, DNA's Comedy Lab in Santa Cruz. Uh, they're super excited to have us out, and we are super excited about being there. Go check out the Patreon. That's Cooking with Gas. I'm doing a uh, live Q&A every Sunday, and then I also have Conspiracies Now out there. I'm just dumping a ton of, um, of videos on there. I may bring back Twerking in Politics, which is the future of news, which is just models twerking while I give you the latest in uh, geopolitical news. It's a, it's a hit with everybody. Oh, and Skankfest one is up there. Oh, Skankfest is yeah. up there as well. So that's a good show, too. Uh, t-shirts, all the t-shirts you want. And again, this show is brought to you by our good friends at BetDSI. BetDSI, for all of your bet needs, go to BetDSI. Use the promo code HAT100, and they will match anything you deposit up to $500. And, dude, it is time. We got... We got uh, the NBA Summer Leagues are coming. Baseball. Football's about to start heating up. Boxing's killed. UFC. Go there. Check it out. I am talking to them about conspiracy bets. We are working on that as we speak. That is going to be uh, uh, just uh, insane. The money that's going to be moving on that is, will Hillary Clinton ever come out as a lizard person? You're going to be able to bet on that stuff. They take so, Bitcoin. They take, hey, dude, hey. I'm getting Bitcoin. I don't know why it goes up. I don't know why it goes down. But you, but I see you. You're on it. You keep telling me. I just like, keep buying. I'm just buying because somebody told me to buy it, so I'm buying. <laughs> so that's my whole thing. So, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Today is a very special episode. Uh, we have a returning champion on. He's one of my favorite uh, Twitter follows to follow. He's always dropping the truth, dropping hammer on everybody. And uh, 
Hey, dude, he's doing the Lord's work. Uh, please welcome returning champion Lee Camp, everybody. How are you, Lee? What's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Thank you. Look at us doing an old school fashion over the phone interview. Huh? <laughs> Sorry about that. We're going straight up off the grid with this one. Thank you for uh, coming on. First of all, first of all, oh, what is that? I hear it. And I think that is people listening to us right now. Aaron, do you hear that? What? Are you there, Lee? Nope. Nope. They're going to hate us for this shit. And we lost them. We are cursed. <laughs> hello, hello. Are you there? Are you yes. there? There we go. I'll have somebody edit that out. Well, let's start again. We'll start from that. Well, welcoming back to the show. I uh, just put out an amazing new special. Uh, he's one of the the uh, the best followers on Twitter. Uh, when when I want to get my political news, I go to his Twitter, or you can see his show on uh, RT News. Please welcome uh, the People's Champion. Okay, he's not the hero we want. <laughs> he's the hero we need, Mr. Lee Camp. How are you, buddy? Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Congrats on the podcast. You're killing it. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, I know that you are a little, you're not on the conspiracy. You're not into it like I am. I mean, you are into conspiracies, but certain conspiracies you would believe in, you know, uh, politics, uh, you know, like uh, dark money in politics, false flags, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there, there's, there's certain places where our, our views, I think, dovetail nicely. I was actually, I know you wanted to talk about Iran. I, we could talk about the central banking. That's a big one. Uh, okay, so we'll get into that. We're going to talk. Can you real quick tell us a little bit about your special? How's it doing? What's the feedback on it? Because I know you shot that and I love it came in LA you packed it out and you did it yourself and I'm trying to tell everybody like that's the model people need to start doing not just entertainers just in life create your own pirate ship okay yeah. so people can't fuck with you and you, you don't have, you don't have suits telling you what you can or cannot do uh where can they find your special yeah, I just came in, filmed it at El Rey, had Jimmy Dore and Abby Martin open the thing, and it was a hell of a night, and it's all at uh, LeeCampComedySpecial.com, and that's, that's the only place people can watch it, actually, because for some odd reason, the things I say, uh, Netflix doesn't give a fuck about, so. Oh, it's not just you, dude. I, I, I think there's a – you want to get in conspiracies? I think there's a purposeful uh, move to destroy the art of stand-up because it is the one art that you don't need any money to actually produce it. You know what I'm saying? Like to actually right. do stand-up, there's no way of getting control of you through the, the purse strings. So they're just trying to cut that off and inundate it with like the way they killed off Comedy Central – they're going to do that with uh, – pretty soon nobody's going to watch special Netflix because they'll be like I, – I, they're horrible. They're horrible. Well, well man, it's, it's, it's also the only art form really left in America that people pay to hear somebody just speak off the top of their mind. It's not scripted, uh, you know, down to every detail. It's not a song that people that, – that radio stations can decide whether they're going to show you or not. So it's like the only art form where it's like they just go to hear people speak their mind, which means it's like you're saying. It's very uncontrollable. It's very they – can't, they can't shut it down when you have ideas that aren't acceptable for the mainstream networks. So it is kind of dangerous like that. And, it, and it's, you know, it's why, uh, it's why like George Carlin was only on HBO. They're not playing that on the main, on the main networks. For sure. For sure, yeah. man. And it's like with everything in life, 
the outlaws are the ones who create the art or create the product, and then the bean counters come in and they try to control it. But when you find your own crowd, that's been the best part of like Tim Foha. I've learned so much, but it's like meeting the fans. It's amazing. First of all, they're very open-minded to a, a whole spectrum of ideas. Uh, the chicks are all smoke shows. Ah. And uh, it's a, <laughs> I don't know how I lucked out with that, but it is the blessings of just building my own pirate ship. Um, we live in interesting times, Lee. I don't know how you, how in your own personal life, how your political views have affected your your relationships with other people. Uh, my girlfriend, every day I wake <laughs> up, she screams at me, uh, stop talking conspiracies. Um, <laughs> my mother has let me know that uh, her friends are talking and that, you know, I need to let her know when it's a tinfoil hat show because last time she brought three <laughs> FBI agents to the show. I'm like, why are you bringing <laughs> FBI agents to my shows, mom? Doesn't matter if it's a tinfoil hat or not. You married a scumbag, my father, who I love with all my heart, okay? You had two scumbag kids, <laughs> all right? You, you, you should know what you're dealing with. Why are you bringing the fucking feds to my show? I mean, I had a friend of mine bringing DEA agent. What, what are you doing, man? You know who I am. Half those people come with drugs. Yeah, it doesn't even think that, dude. I don't do drugs. Uh, you wouldn't know that from the comment section, but I don't do drugs. But I'm sure if you scrape me enough, you could get some resident high off me, okay? <laughs> but the point is, why are you bringing them to my show? So what is the reaction within your circle? I know amongst the people you work with, you're, you're loved and respected. But has there been any blowback, you know, being on RT News or just saying the things you say? Has there been blowback in any of your personal life? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to hang around long for people that want to want to trash me, but yeah, some some family members will argue with me and I had a, a like an uncle, he 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 pulled me aside and he goes, "I blame you for getting Donald Trump elected." <laughs> I said, that, I, I, I said that's, that's funny because I blame you for getting Donald Trump elected because you loved Hillary Clinton. Yeah. What the hell are you thinking? Uh, so, <laughs> but you know, and all of that stuff, but no, you know, and, and especially working with activist communities, I mean, they're, they're definitely, uh, undercover cops that, that show up. I, I had to like b b extract myself from a situation recently because a guy was clearly a cop and, you know, it's, it's shit like that goes on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you see it all the time, controlled opposition. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody, according to every listener out there, everybody's a shill. Nobody's real. Um, but it is interesting where we are right now because we, you know, you talk to the, uh, the, uh, I don't know what to call it because, you know, I don't, the DNC is not liberalism. That, that is the big con that's been done to us where we automatically associate the DNC with liberals. And I said this today, most liberals don't run for office. They do their work on a, on a, a community level. You know, it's these right. wolves in sheep's clothing that run as liberals like Camille Harris. And we're getting her in a few, uh, pushing this, uh, uh agenda of like, oh, loving everybody. But when it, you take an actual look at her actions, she's everything. Right. But liberalism, but is there, there's this liberal fantasy, or I don't know what to call them, social justice warrior, whatever that 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 super extreme level that the world would be a better place if Hillary Clinton had won. Well, 
I, I, yeah, I call them the, the squishy liberals who've created the Mick resistance, and they love to say, you know, we're the resistance. And it's like, okay, I get it. You hate Donald Trump, but are you resisting the endless wars that we have going on around the world, the bombs that are dropping, that dropped under Obama, too? Do you, are you resisting those? Oh, no, you're not resisting those. Are you resisting the prison industrial complex that's locked up more people than any other country in the world? Oh, no, you're not resisting that. Are you resisting Wall Street? So it's like they're not actually resisting anything except the character of Donald Trump. They've just been told to point their anger at that or point their anger at Russia. It's like, look around you. That's not that this this shit was going on before Trump got into office. And if you're only angry at Trump, then you're totally missing the point. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. And it's just like all these people tweeting about these detention centers. And I'm like, this has been going on for a decade. Where were you then? And somebody said something the other day. I, I have a, like, a, a Patreon show I do called Conspiracies Now. And the guy said, and I, I go, wow, that's a really good idea. Like, he likes it when the president's hated. He thinks it's, it's better to have a hated president than a loved president because people pay attention when the president's hated. When the president's mm-hmm. love, they kind of worry about other stuff other than what he's actually up to. Like with Obama, we were more worried about uh, people saying mean, racist things to him than actually any of his policies, you know? Well, well, when it's a, yeah, and I think more importantly, when the person pretends to be left-wing or a liberal or whatever, then all these things are considered good. So, you know, we're just going to ignore the bombs dropping around the world. We're going to ignore the, the, the people getting deported and the kids in cages. None of that's bad when it's under a, a, a quote-unquote liberal president because that's the good guy doing it. You know, that's the suave talker doing it. And it's like, it was all going on underneath him. The media just wasn't harping on it. They weren't jumping up and down and saying, look at what's going on. Yeah, it's unbelievable to me. I, you know, we both are, are friends with Jimmy Dore. He was in uh, Portland during this whole crazy. It's just like the media just makes everybody think the media, the minute they leave the house, like, you know, Islamic, jihadist, Nazi rapist, Mexican. are, are, Mexicans are like everywhere. And it's just like the world's <laughs> the most beautiful place in that. But I want to get into, um, kind of the things going on right now uh it's it's like a weird time because like there's so much fodder for us to talk about but it, it's kind of scary what's going on in the world uh one thing is like this real hard push for a, a, a war with iran and it's like we're really getting to the point where we're i'm starting to realize like we have taxation without representation because nobody wants this war except for a small few chicken hawks who are just trying to find the right combination to get us to to give them the green light what's your thoughts right. on this whole situation a- a- absolutely and the american people don't support this and by the way people need to understand iran is not iraq iraq had a defeated army by the time we invaded them. They had nothing. They had a people that had been defeated. They, like, when we went in there, they, and, and we're still, you know, and lasted 10 years, but we, we defeated their army very quickly. Iran is strong. They are a strong country. They're 80 million people. They are people that will defend their country if an outside country is trying to take over. They, like, if we go into Iran, it's going to be catastrophic on so many levels. And people don't seem to understand that. And they're still against the war. But but, you know, so the question is why? Well, 
the part of it is geopolitical power. Iran is one of the few countries that that in the Middle East that's outside of our sphere of influence that we haven't already collapsed like we did Libya, Iraq, Syria, Yemen. We are collapsing collapsing these countries. And on top of that, and, and Mike Pence made a big point on CNN the other day of saying we don't care about their oil. We only get 10 percent of our oil from them. Well, maybe it's not about oil, but you know what it's about is they're outside of our of our monetary uh, system. They're outside of our central bank. They're outside of the U.S. dollar. And to us, that's very upsetting. And for everyone that's dropped the dollar, we then go and invade them. It happened with Libya. It happened with Iraq. It happened with Syria, Venezuela. We it, so it's not just oil. It's also the the fucking U.S. dollar is very important. And these countries that don't use the dollar are it's important to us to just collapse their society. I mean, what we've helped do in Syria is just it, disgusting. The number of people that have been killed or maimed, and we're helping Saudi Arabia do the same thing to Yemen, creating one of the largest humanitarian uh, catastrophes in decades in Yemen right now. And and yeah, so if we if we do anything with Iran, it's it, it would just be horrific. The number of U.S. men and women in uniform that would die trying to fight Iran for what for what? Yeah, it's unbelievable to me. And what people don't realize is that Iran has uh, military agreements. They have a navy. Well, they have a navy, but they have they have, a navy. They have a I... military ing- agreements with people like Russia and most likely mm-hmm. with China as well. So, I mean, like this is not these these countries that are kind of like on their own, like Iraq was or it, Libya. Like the, this is a country that has like military treaties with other countries that will come in and def- and help defend them. And like a big reason Syria didn't just fall was because I, I Russia came right in. And like the, how people yep. can't see what what we are doing right now, and I say it, we're the we're the we're the new oh. Nazis, and there's this weird pushback. That, we're doing it for all good. It's like explain to me how this is the good thing. No, and the craziest thing is how do you get out? Because you always go they in, don't but they don't. Ne- they never know how to get there's out. There's no, no plan to get out because that ends the gravy train of money. They want permanent war, and then you got this fucking article coming out today that's trying to convince us that the Koch brothers and yeah. George Soros are trying to work together to end war. Are you nuts? <laughs> Are you Dude, nuts? That's, that, that's one of the most insane articles. I saw that today. <laughs> two, of the, two of the richest people in the world who have done nothing but extract resources around the world from various peoples, including the American people, and now they're going to help us end war. I mean, even if, they, even if it's true that that is their goal, they're doing it for their own purposes. They're doing it for their own profit. It's probably because they want oil to, to run more smoothly rather than be worried about their shipments, uh, you know, getting getting upset in war-torn areas or whatever the fuck but it's yeah yeah trust trust the coke brothers and soros to to get us out (laughs) it's unbelievable how we were it's that's like that's literally like lex Luthor and the joker come together going hey (laughs) dude we're gonna try to fucking lower crime here in fucking you know uh city yeah it's ridiculous dude it's (laughs) ridiculous and then you hear the story about how they shot down the drone and they tried to make that a big thing and everyone's like it's it's a fucking drone okay i'd rather a drone go down and then you find that they flew a a, a a plane with actual Americans in it right next to it with the hope that it would be shot down. And you're like, man, you're already sac- willing to sacri- 
sacrifice American lives. And that to me is unbelievable because when I hear about, oh, you know, we're going to go in Iran uh, or Israel has the right to defend itself, I just hear we are going to sacrifice more Americans for this fucking, these banker war. That's just nothing but bullshit, man. Yeah, it is. It really is. Wars done by bankers. And, and like you said, the Americans don't uh, American people don't we don't support these wars. We don't support so much, but we have no control over Congress. Congress doesn't like they've done studies. The Princeton study showed that Congress doesn't pass anything the American people want unless it aligns with corporate interests. So that means the entire governmental system has been taken over by corporate interests. It is not it does not belong to the people anymore. The, the idea that it does is a, is a charade. It's a it's a, you know, a, a dog and pony show so that we can pretend as if we're steering the car when we're not. And, you know, our military is comp- even more unaccountable, the military industrial complex, because Congress isn't even looking after that. So you, you have you, the latest numbers are twenty one trillion dollars of unaccounted for adjustments just lost at the Pentagon over the past 20 years. There's also tens of thousands of bombs dropped. A bomb dropped every 12 minutes under the Trump administration. Something like uh, half that dropped under the Obama administration. And it, no one even knows where the fuck who these are killing, where they're landing. Like you, you get there's just no accountability. So and, and people don't realize like we are allowing this to happen. And somebody brought up something. It's like the fact that they have to do false flags to get us in the war because that's what they've been doing lets you know where the power really resides. And that's with us. They have to get us behind it or else they can't do it because that's the facade of this democracy. And And people need to wake up to that. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you've talked about a variety of false flags on your show, but there are there's a history in the, the U.S. that's not it's not a theory. It's not a conspiracy theory <laughs> of certain false flags that have been done to get us into wars. Uh, some of them were were large scale things, but like the Gulf of Tonkin uh, incident that got us into the Vietnam War. Uh, General Ma- not General uh, Defense Secretary McNamara, who was the defense secretary at the time and recommended we go into Vietnam. He said in a 2003 documentary that that never happened. It, it was basically, you know, they saw storm clouds on their radar and they said we're being attacked by the Vietnamese. Yeah. So you have the people in power have even admitted that these things were lies in order to get us into wars. And, you know, there's other examples of, of you know, Operation uh, Northwood, where the, the military was recommending to JFK that they pretend to bomb some people in Florida, American citizens in Florida, so that they could blame it on Cuba. They were basically saying, we'll kill a few Americans, but we'll blame it on Cuba and then we can invade Cuba. And JFK turned it down and said, get the fuck out of my office. But the fact that that was at the president's desk shows you these things exist. Yeah. I mean, if you take a look at Operation Northwoods and then compare it to 9-11, it's really weird how similar they are. And that's a big thing. The, they, these false flags over and over and over and over and over again, like they show no uh, uh, originality. They're not creative at all. They keep using old game plans. They're like the Utah Jazz in the 90s with, you know, <laughs> running pick and play all day. And everyone's like, we know your offense. You guys are garbage. It's the same thing. And they can't come up with any new plays because they're not original people man and it's just it's un it's unbelievable to me where was my train of thought going oh so we get into the dnc now we have the dnc uh debates i'm being honest with you i'm not watching them i i just i just can't 
take the bullshit. The, th- the fact that Rachel Maddows is still allowed to talk to people <laughs> on, about anything political is is un- my mother won't talk to me because I believe 9/11's inside job, but Rachel Maddows can work on a fucking national television after lying an entire group of people uh, about r- Russian collusion. What what the yeah, fuck yeah, is she, going on? It, like uh, honestly, she has been proven to have been creating just false bullshit for the past two years collecting connecting red dots on a board with you know she was pulling a full-on glenn beck with a chalkboard and all kinds of shit connecting and all of it has been proven to be false i mean at one point she was saying russia is controlling the weather i mean she's out of her goddamn mind and yet they it's the best rating she's ever had and they pay her 30 million dollars a year or something and 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 the idea that she's allowed to continue speaking like you're saying and and you know same with my parents it's like they like a lot of my show but they still believe rachel maddow and so they're like lee i don't know why you're not talking about this stuff but it's like this is a full-on crackpot conspiracy that they've been pushing for two years and now the Mueller report has proven even even though Mueller wanted to play ball i feel like he was trying really hard he indicted some people at a clickbait farm he was trying really hard to play ball but there's just nothing there so ultimately it came out and there's nothing in it you know yeah and it's just like it's not even that when you say that it's not you're like you're saying oh trump's a great guy I, I i listen dude if you trust anybody in that position of power you're a fool okay you're a fool that it, that seat is a seat for a war criminal you could put santa in that seat and in two weeks <laughs> santa's gonna be a war criminal it's just, it's the it's the seat that it, it it is so we have this whole thing going on with tulsi gabbard uh i listen man uh, uh i am super skeptical of anybody and I, I hate that I'm in this place because I, I have always had hope that this person coming in is going to be changed. I see I, in a, weird similarities between how the nation kind of uh, the national media and I'll push Trump is the same way. They're kind of pushing uh, Tulsi Gabbard. She's an outsider. She's not playing by the rules. They're not giving her a chance and all this stuff. You know, she is CFR. She does have ties to speeches. I guess maybe you have to do it to get to where she is at uh, APAC and all that stuff. Uh, what's your thoughts? Because I, I want to believe her. I've been pushing. I had uh, Tulsi 2020 way back in 2016 on my Facebook page. Um, but what's your thoughts on that? Because they're kind of painting it really obvious that they're uh, trying to shaft her. Like, have you seen Zitgate now? Uh, one <laughs> second she has a zit on her chin. The next second she doesn't, <laughs> which makes me hate MSNBC even more that they think. Well, the, so petty. Yeah. The, the, you're, yeah, you're right that the, the, the alt media is, is really into her. The mainstream media despises her. And in terms of like she says some very important things on military industrial complex, she's one of the only ones that wants to that has very clearly said and not just some little half a sentence here or there, but clearly said she wants to, you know, end the thousand military bases we have around the world, bring back the the troops all over the world and the bombing all over the world. And so she's very clear on that. And for that, I think it's a very positive thing. And I think she's being honest about that. But, I, you know, my problems with her are that I don't hear as much great stuff domestically. And I, her reasoning, uh, I think, at her heart for wanting to do those things with the military-industrial complex is because she is a veteran and she saw how veterans are exploited. 
And while I agree with that, I also think that the, the person who really is going to change things is going to be the one who cares about, you know, how many innocent civilians were obliterating overseas and things like that. So I, I don't know how much of it she's just doing because she wants to protect her, her veteran friends or, her, or her, those, in, those in the service. Um, but I, I believe her. I just, uh, you know, my problem with her is I, I just don't think domestically she's as good as, as, you know, like Bernie Sanders is much better domestically, but then he only mentions the military industrial complex in kind of like vague terms here and there. He, he won't really nail down on it because he knows that's the kiss of death for a campaign. Um, so, you know, I, I think you'd have to, if you really wanted a, an actual agent of change, I think you'd have to morph together several of these people on the issue that actually matters. Uh, Camille Harris is being pushed down our throats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes her. I mean, dude, I mean, her history is so bad. And the fact that they're trying to now they're trying to say like, oh, you're questioning her background and making this into some weird kind of uh, right wing conspiracy about her ethnic group. And you're like, that wasn't a right wing conspiracy that was started by Hillary Clinton when she ran against Obama the first time. She is the author of the birther movement. And I'm not we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but that is a that's where it all starts. So don't put down the right wings on that. That was started by Hillary Clinton. And if you look at Carmel Harris's history, she is a straight up sellout to the people, man. She's put more black men in prison than anybody in California right. history. She didn't prosecute the one West Bank uh, uh, mortgage fraud. She refused to do it. That are, those are just giant warning signs that this is yeah, not I mean, she, right. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about her about her her background, but uh, she she's a cop. She's been a cop for years. Like she is the she was the number one cop in California, and she has locked up an endless number of people. And her whole career has been based on that. And she has uh, you know Wall Street support. She the first thing she did before she even announced was run around to Hillary Clinton's biggest donors, the the people that we say own our politicians, and see if they would support her and see if they would give her money. Like, that's who she is. And right now, in this last debate, and I watched uh, a, a fair amount of it, she uh, she's basically learning that you have to pivot to the left to try and win the primary, and then she's going to pivot right back, just like Hillary Clinton did, or, or so many others have done. You In the primaries, you pretend to be left. So right now, she's pretending to be left-wing. But she is a... She's a mainstream corporatist and, and you know, not, not much better than your average Republican. And, and the DNC, it's just like, they're, I mean, they're throwing the fight, right? They're the Washington generals and, and the Republicans are the <laughs> globetrotters. And they're so ridiculous. They're so ridiculous. And what they're like, dude, I'm listening to, I mean, I, I'm seeing small clips and you got like Democrats like pushing warts, like no liberal I know wants war. I don't know of anybody right. when that became a, a liberal thing to want more war. Yet we see this being pushed like that. And, you know, if you look in Israel, they destroyed the left. The liberal there's no liberal movement in Israel right now. You're seeing small stuff starting to pop bubble up, you know, very brave people. But it's like I think that's what they're doing in the United States. They're just putting these crazy people uh, in p positions of power and just trying to make m liberals look like batshit crazy so nobody wants to be a liberal. 
Yeah, I mean, the, 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 you, you look, I, I, I covered on my show on Redacted Tonight last week. You look at someone like Jake Tapper on CNN. This is a guy, they, they call that a liberal media. This is a guy who's supposed to be kind of a, uh, you know, kind of left wing TV host on CNN. And he has Mike Pence on and he's pressuring Mike Pence to go to war with Iran, to like to go to war with North Korea. Like the so-called liberals are the ones dying for war. And if there's one positive thing Trump has done, it's actually start peace talks with North Korea and not bomb Iran. So it's like it's like it's so fucking insane that our entire system has been pulled so far to the right that now it's like come full circle and the so-called liberals are the ones that want war. They're telling also the liberals are the ones that are telling you that you have to trust the CIA and the FBI with every word they say. Unbelievable. Even though these are the people that have lied to us at every turn. I mean, they lied to us about WMD. Robert Mueller testified in front of Congress to say that as head of the FBI then to say that there were WMD in Iraq. And now these are the people we're supposed to trust on every word they say. It's it's totally uh, uh, fucked up. I mean, they've they've they, honestly they have completely obliterated any anti-war movement. You know, I'm beat up with these anti-war activists, and there's like 12 of us in the country. It's fucking insane. Well, you know, uh, my offer still stands. I will box John Bolton <laughs> for charity. Uh, <laughs> bare knuckle. I'll bare knuckle fuck, fight that dude. You know, I, it's just ridiculous that we have once again unelected officials dictating policy uh, who have been associated with just war crimes in the past, bringing back like villains from the past. Like it's unbelievable. Like soap operas can't even get away with this. The way they kill off a character <laughs> and then they bring him right back. And no one's like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? And it's unbelievable. Like, and I, you know, listen, man, I had hope for Obama. Uh, and after a couple, two years, I, I was like, okay, we got played. I know it's going to sound crazy. I hated Hillary so much. I had hope for Trump when he first got in because he ran on all this anti. And like two years in, I, I just like, I, I know he's holding off on Iran, you know, and he's trying to make North Korea. And I give him points for that because I got to give him points when he does something right. And I'm hoping he will continue to do this. But is there any way that we don't just march right in to Iran. Do you see there's any way that ha- doesn't happen or there's any resistance to this happening? Well, I mean, here's the thing. So it's Bolton Pompeo and, you know, Elliot Abrams and, and those assholes who are telling him to invade Iran and stuff. And he's he I don't think he actually wants to, because for Trump, the calculus is votes and what will it do for my ego or basically the two things. And, and will it help Wall Street? And so invading Iran, he I think he worries that that could actually get him bogged down in something that might hurt his next election chances. So I think that could keep us out of Iran. But let's also remember that it's not like he's been easy. Uh, Economic sanctions are now crushing that country. In Venezuela, economic war is crushing them, done by us. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, a recent report came out showing that 40,000 people have died in Venezuela since 2017 from our economic sanctions. We don't let them get wow. medicine. They can't sell their oil. So right now, Iran is getting crushed by this. But because these idiots think that you crush a country economically and they rise up and they overthrow their leader. But instead, what's happening is the people of Iran are hating America because they know that we're the ones doing this. Yeah. And if you look at 2000, we, America was loved by the world. They were loved by the world. 
We are now seen as the number one threat. And people in the bubble that only get their, their news from these three retard stations, okay? <laughs> like, they still, they think, they, they think we're the great liberators. And we are not. And dude, I mean, we are, and you can't keep doing this to the rest of the world. There's just energy out there. That is not, you keep putting this energy, you know, the energy you put out, the energy you get, and there will be eventual blowback, man. And all we're doing is yeah. allowing China to go in and uh, be able to look like the good guys. And they're not. <laughs> they're not the good guys. And we're not the yeah. good guys either. I don't know who the good guys are. Is there even, how do you think that we could stop this? I mean, like, what's it going to take to stop this whole the, the trajectory that we're on well i mean you know it, number one is just people becoming informed and like you said getting their information outside of the the you know main three uh cable piles of shit and and you know and i'll throw npr and all those in there too when it comes to <laughs> war because they push war just like everyone else does um so yeah getting informed but i, I think you know people often vote and change things based on self-interest and I think we people need to understand this is in their self-interest. Like trillions of dollars is dumped into the Pentagon that could be going to you and me and everyone else. It could be going to free education and free health care and, and affordable housing and all this stuff to make, give us much better lives. And instead, it's just dumped into the Pentagon and it's completely unaccountable. And we're dropping, you know, each bomb is a million dollars and we're <laughs> dropping one every 12 minutes. I mean, it, 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 honestly, people can if, – if they want to vote for their self-interest, fucking vote for the people that don't want war and tell you that they're going to you know, bring the, the Pentagon into check. And actually, like, Americans will have a say in what our Pentagon and our war machine are doing. And when, when, when you bring this up, people like almost go like, oh, why don't you support the military? Just to let you know, man, the, that trillions of dollars is not going to the military personnel, okay? Yeah. You, when you, when, that budget is for corporations who charge bazillions of dollars and then give the military these things that aren't even adequate for the war. I mean, we saw that yeah. in Iraq where they didn't even give it these trucks that these guys are driving in. They didn't have any fucking bomb explosive uh, cover that would stop right. if they hit a landmine. Okay, so the, this money isn't going to the military. Okay, it's not going there. And when you see like this Alabama abortion law stuff, to me, dude, that just says to me that nobody's joining the military and they just want more people that, <laughs> that they could just disenfranchise people who came to this world with no fucking love to either fill their prisons that are starting to go down because crime is down or they want them to join the, the military. Uh, because that's going to be the option. You either go to jail or you join the military. And these poor people who don't have enough money for a legal defense are going to have to join the military and become fodder. I mean, now we have the border wall stuff going on. And that's insanity, too. Uh, we, it just, it's just chaos because this thing has been going on forever. It's been going on for a long time. And listen, the, the, the border wall and all the detentions, it's no different than the, than the prison industrial complex. They yeah. make more money when those people are there. 
Trump is taking care of people just like Obama did. There's people that are just cashing checks because people are in there. And that's why they want to be people to be there longer. It's like we really love three strikes, the law, because we thought it would put, around, put, put away bad people. But what we later realized was it, it just made permanent residence for fucking the, per, the prison military industrial complex. And third strike doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can literally be, I stole a snicker. I stole the oh, bike. Oh, shit. That's and I'm doing strike. life. It's fucking horrible. It's the dude, new world those order. Sto- those stories are incredible. Like, there's, there's dudes in Louisiana serving life for stealing a, a candy bar or a jacket or something because yep. he was cold, like, because it was his third strike. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, so laughable. I mean, even people that are, like, hard, hard on crime or whatever, you tell them someone's serving life for stealing a jacket, and even they are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And we just have these judges now that are just... They the, the, fuck the law, fuck what's right. It's just like they're getting paid, they're getting you know they're getting all this uh, all this money, this dark money, and they're just like I, I mean, dude, our, our Supreme Court. I mean, who knows what's going on with that? I mean, we just got that guy in that. Who was the guy that just got elected to the Supreme Court? Um, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. I mean, like, dude, the guy the wrote the Patriot bag. Act. I mean, the guy believes in the police. The uh, the basically a military police. Well. Le- and, and if you really want to get into how similar these these you know political shills are of our two bought off corporate parties, uh, the person remember before Obama left office, he tried to fill that Supreme Court vacancy and they wouldn't let him. And the guy he put up to get that vacancy was Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland and Brett Kavanaugh served together for years on the uh, at the appeals court bench. They voted together ninety one percent of the time. So that's the difference between our so-called right-wing and left-wing politicians is a judge that agree over 90% of the time. Unbelievable. I yep. mean, like, uh, Beto, right? I mean, they have Beto. I mean, this guy's voted, like, <laughs> basically along the lines of Republican forever. And they just won't. Here's my whole theory. Never trust a pretty liberal. That's my whole thing, right? <laughs> Who's like telling you he's going to make change? Why would he make change? He's a billionaire. He's good looking. He's a trust fund kid. The system is working perfect for him. Why would he want any kind of change? It just right. makes no sense. But they don't give you that information. What did you want to say? Um, talking about uh, the court system. If Julian Assad gets uh, extradited, will he get a fair trial? No. Of course not. No, because so they usually I, don't, so right? actually just... On the last redacted tonight, I had on John Kariaku, the former CIA uh, agent who revealed the torture program, the CIA torture program, and they locked him away for uh, a couple of years for revealing that torture program under a plea deal. And he talks about how he did not get a fair trial at all. And apparently, if Julian Assange were extradited here, he, she'd be, he'd be in front of the same judge who reserves all of the uh, you know, uh, national security cases for herself to preside over. And she wouldn't let Kariaku present any evidence wow. that he was uh, innocent or that he revealed the torture program because he had to and he cared that it was unconstitutional. She wouldn't let him present anything. And she forced him into a plea deal. And, and, and even the plea deal, like, is a is a is a it like it, it accuses him of the things that he never did before, but he had to sign it to get his plea deal. Like Julian Assange would get the farthest thing from a fair trial, and Kariaku is one of the few who knows exactly what it would be. It's unbelievable to me. And then you just have all the all these people. Like, listen, man, 
I had Alex Jones on my show, and he kept bringing up WikiLeaks, and I, I and it was the one regret I had of that I didn't ask him what he thought about Julian Assange. Like you can't be talking about Q, and you can't be talking about all this white hat shit, and then be okay with what's <laughs> going on with Julian Assange. It's unbelievable. And then you got this uh, Acosta guy, and no matter where he goes, like he just gets either thrown out or beat up. By uh, by uh, you know whatever leaders uh, secret service just happened in North Korea they they wanted to curb stomp that dude and like uh, the media <laughs> goes nuts over that but they're silent on Julian Assange it's like what are we doing here what are we doing I mean like this is a we're becoming a banana republic our judges are corrupt and our press are corrupt those are two things that are meant well, to keep power in check journalism's under and attack our, and our and our media loves to claim that Julian Assange isn't a journalist, and that's why he should be locked away forever. And I think the reason they say that is because WikiLeaks has never published something false. Never. And our media publishes false shit all day, every day. So clearly they don't think Julian Assange is a journalist because he's not publishing false stuff. Yeah, he's just not bought and sold. And, like, he's getting... He's getting, you know, tortured, and the only one who cares is Pamela Anderson. Imagine if that was your lifeline. <laughs> the Baywatch bitch is the only one who, who's fucking got your back. It's unbelievable. And the more and more crazy shit goes on, the f- less and less people talk about Julian Assange and what's going on. Why, why do you think there's, we haven't extradited him? Well, it, it actually, I think Britain is kind of terrified of the precedent this sets because, listen, there's not much, there's not many laws we abide by as countries, but one of them we tend to abide by is embassies, the right of an embassy to not be just taken over because you disagree with the government, although we just infiltrated, you know, we just destroyed that recently with the uh, Venezuelan embassy here in D.C. But so they kind of abided by that with the, with the uh, embassy in London. And then, you know, another one that they seem to stick by usually is that is that England won't extradite someone who's going to face the death penalty. And so this this creates a terrible precedent for them and for media. I mean, to 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 indict someone with 17 charges under espionage for publishing is like so horrific. It's like even a lot of our mainstream media, when they saw that indictment come down, even they who have done nothing but malign and trash Julian Assange for years, even they suddenly did a bit of a 180. And even like Rachel Maddow was saying, oh, this is so dangerous for journalism. And it's like, what the hell did you think was going to happen? Where have you been for the past seven years? You suddenly realize this is dangerous for journalism? And it, and it's just it's unbelievable to me that like Trump is doing this. It's you know when Trump said we all know who uh, who's behind nine eleven. I wish he would have. I, I wanted to, Trump. Who is it? Who I want to know who you think it is because I know you want to <laughs> say Iran. I know you want to say it, and that would just destroy your whole credibility. So now we have a guy who's like during nine eleven was just like all about like New York, New York and love. And then he signs a, a, a weapons deal with the people that he knows we all know is behind 9-11. One of the four or five countries, U.S., Iran, uh, U.S., Pakistan, Israel, Saudi Arabia, you know, and you keep giving them weapons and stuff. So, but now we're seeing him also turning on Julian side. Like, I don't know who he is. It's like, dude, he's a big reason you got elected, man. And the fact that you're just allowing this to happen is like, 
It really is sad, dude, because we're seeing this war on whistleblowers going on where it's like you're really risking your life. We see it whether it's, uh, you know, uh, what's her name, uh, reality show or whatever. Like Reality she, winner. She drops this, this, these um, documents into this box and boom, she's arrested and she's doing yep. time, you know. And it's just, and now they're trying to silence everybody through the internet, and they're trying to make it seem like, oh, if you say mean things, we're going to get rid of you, and it's really not mean things. It really is uh, truth to power. Anybody who's putting out truth to power, whether it's on YouTube or Twitter, yeah. is getting just, just fucking wiped off. And the fact- yeah, yeah, uh, they, you know, they basically the ruling elite realized that they were in trouble, that people were informing themselves outside of the carefully crafted corporate airwaves. And that's what created Occupy. It's what created, uh, you know, so many things where people understood what was actually going on out there. And they realized they had to shut it down. So they've stopped like, you know, shit doesn't go viral anymore, really. Like, they've, 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 it's like you can have a YouTube channel, but they're not going to show it to a lot of people unless you're kind of within the uh, allowable thought of, uh, of the corporate airwaves. And, you know, as much as I uh, despise Alex Jones, when he got wiped off the, the YouTube and everything, I was fucking raising the alarm. I was like, who do you think is going to be next? It's going to be fucking anybody who's saying things that CNN doesn't agree with. Oh, it's not even CNN. It's the people who own CNN. It's the power base. And the, these guys are just talking heads with, who are all closeted with Coke problems. You know, they're just saying whatever it is to keep their, uh, their job. They're selling their souls for this stuff. But, I mean, this push of like, oh, um, who's the one guy that got basically um, the, 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 the reporter who got um, – the the alt right guy's channel uh, demonetized, and that what was his name? He's gay. I don't remember. Oh fuck! Whatever his name is, it's like you book burning happened before, and it was done on morals, you know, religious morals. Okay, now what we're doing is we're getting people banned on feelings. Okay, so when you start <laughs> you start banning things like Holocaust denying. Okay. We're not into that. That's not my thing. But when you ban that, guess what you do? You get people looking into Holocaust denial. Why are you banning these things? And they start looking into this stuff. You empower it. The more you outlaw something, you make it more attract. Now, drugs. Outside of murder, domestic violence, rape, you know, those are outlaws because they have to be, okay? Those are awful things. But when you start outlawing, you know, ideas, thoughts, history you empower them to get people to want to look into that and then you have to start asking yourself who's deciding what is right and wrong and that's it. like didn't florida just now pass a bill that if you deny the holocaust uh that's almost a crime now i'm like how is that not a violation of the first amendment yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I am very much opposed to thought police of any form. It's like I don't love, uh, you know, people, let, let's say in Afghanistan, running around saying we need to bomb America. But do I believe that people should be assassinated for saying something like that? No, I, I think people should be allowed to speak. I think that, you know, there if you're calling for if you're straight up calling for violence against somebody, sure, that should be looked into. But 
if you're, you know, people, people should be allowed to have their, and that's why we had freedom of speech in the first place. It's why the Constitution was written this way, was because they knew that, you know, once you get in down the slippery slope of arresting people for their thoughts, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't end in a good place. It doesn't end. And I like, and there's just these people on the left and they're all like trust fund kids of like people who are like in the military or they made money in these things they rally against. Okay. Um, they're all for censorship because it's never going to affect their lives ever at all. They're for taking away guns when they have bot- they, they have fucking guards. They're, f- they're against walls, even though they live in private communities that are behind walls. I mean, the, the, the hypocrisy is crazy. But if something is so nuts, right? Something is so nuts and crazy, why are you banning it? If it's so nuts, let people hear how crazy it fucking is so they can go, oh, this, this guy's crazy. This guy's, this guy's ridiculous saying all this stuff. And we've seen it happen before. I mean, David Duke was out there talking like racist shit, and it collectively we all fucking said, no, it's wrong. And we just <laughs> push him to the side. But if you're putting this stuff like, if you think Flat Earth is so dumb, why are you banning these videos? You're empowering these videos. Okay, why are healthy, healthy uh, remedies, remedies getting banned Uh, besides that you're owned by big pharmaceuticals? Okay, and and, and, and vaccinations getting banned because you're if they're so dumb. Yes, it's true. When 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 something is truly stupid, the best thing to do is shine sunlight on it. Like I I watched that. uh, I watched the Flat Earth thing on documentary on Netflix, and the funniest thing of the whole movie to me was at the end where they try to do a test and the test doesn't work or whatever. Like, like you shine you shine sunlight on something. That's if it's dumb enough, then that'll that'll it, do it in. Push it, push it, push it. If the government's telling me to do one thing, I I, I know the other thing's probably correct. Okay, <laughs> outside of basic morals that we had as when we were monkeys which is don't murder don't rape don't steal treat people nice outside of that they're telling me i can't do anything i'm gonna look into it because there's probably some shady ass shit going on do we have anything else okay yeah i mean like google basically coming out that you know they're gonna censor everything facebook's doing it and i i mean like dude we're getting the book burning right this is 1984 and then we and then we see they both have seed money from the CIA to uh, get off the ground and how they're pushed. They be, like like we should go all look back at, at Tom from MySpace and thank him for being such a true fucking <laughs> true friend. G for not taking that that CIA money. And then they what they do? They just found Facebook and they just replaced them. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous, right? I mean, like when you look at YouTube <laughs> losing $80 billion in revenue, you're like, man, how much money were you personally making off of fucking conspiracy videos? Everything. Well, and people don't people don't realize how powerful these algorithms are getting in their lives. I mean, the amount of information that Google and Facebook have on people and the way they uh, can channel their lives towards or away from something, it, it's becoming incredibly powerful and people are you know we're 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 more and more reliant on it and we need to heavily be asking these questions well who controls these algorithms who is deciding what information i get and when i get it and which information is is you know not allowed 
and, and I think that question needs to be asked, you know, seriously and immediately because we're only getting deeper down this hole where they're just covering up anything that doesn't fit with uh, a kind of mainstream uh, uh, paradigm of, of what's allowable. I, and it's just it's and the fact that nobody sees it or nobody cares is just ridiculous to me. Nobody sees the implications of this stuff. You know, I'm always about living in the moment, but sometimes you also have to be like, what are the ramifications of this? Where does this put us in 10 years? Because everything's about little incremental moves, tiny moves. But there's a bigger goal, which isn't like what's going on. It's like tiny, 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 tiny movements. It's like with, uh, you know, uh, business guys have like slowly over time deregulation, deregulate. They couldn't go right at it. People be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the slow, slow as you get adjusted to this. They push a little farther. Right. They push a little farther. You see that with political correctness. You start with some basic common sense, right? And then you start going a little. Now we're getting into these weird things where we're okay with, you know, with a fuck eight-year-old tr- drag kids and, and g- g- kids that, I'm, I'm sorry, this is Sam and this isn't Lee Camp <laughs> talking, but it's like we see kids at gay pride parades. I mean, like, that's like taking kids to a fucking strip bar. What are we doing here, okay? And it's just incremental, <laughs> incremental, incremental and they just, it, it's got, now we're okay with grown-ass men who want to live their life as women as they can, competing in female sports. I'm, and like, there's actually people like that's okay. It's like, I mean, I mean are we are we gone fucking nuts here? <laughs> I mean, like, dude, when a man hits a woman, we all agree it's wrong. How many people go, oh, but she doesn't have as much testosterone as him? Nobody says that. What they say is, look how fucking big he is compared to her. It's a physical thing. If I hear another thing, I'm on testosterone, uh, 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 you know, whatever, man. The point is, it's like we're (laughs) into a crazy space that it's because we got to this point where we got the common sense going. You should not judge people on the color of their skin, their gender, their sexual this, you know, their religion. They should be judged on their merit. And now we got that. So everyone needs a little bit more and a little, a little bit more. And now we're in the cuckoo town. And if you don't agree with this, you're, you're a bigot. I love everybody, man. I have a lot of trans friends. Okay. I love them. We're going to crazy places, and I think it's all just done to get us to fight with each other. And they keep talking about trans agenda, and they found out it's ran by who? Old, rich, white guys trying to make money off of hormone therapy. And that's where the money is. So once again, it's the fucking lizard people, okay? Again, Sam Tripoli's words, not Lee Camp. Lee, I think I've yelled at you <laughs> enough. Well, well, well there was the – this past weekend there was – I can't remember the name. I think it was called the LGBT Liberation March or something in, in New York. And anyway, it was about how corporations have taken over like the, the, the main gay pride parade. And so – you have this you have you know the biggest gay pride parades in the nation are now like covered with branding and shit from like bank of america and everything and so basically this march in new york was to say fuck that that's not what you know our identity is and that one's been co-opted yeah and that's what always happens the outlaws lead the charge and then the bean counters come in and they just you know and it's just like when you you know it's like you're a white guy i'm i'm i think i'm white i'm armenian (laughs) i don't know but you know i put in that you know we're all good guys so you always hear the all right talk about how holly 
Hollywood is trying to make all white guys racist, right? Well, it's the, 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 the transit, this trans agenda is totally bullshit. Trans don't want anything other than to live their life, okay? And when we talk transphobia, we're talking dudes who dress like women and that freaking people out. And they just want to live their life, man. And what's really getting weird is that guys see a dude dressed like a chick and they're like, uh, am I going to like my dick sucked by that person? And it freaks them the fuck out. They just want to live their life. The trans agenda is just another thing to get everybody to fight with each other. And it's just another co-opted fucking controlled opposition thing. And at the end of the day, we're all people wanting to live our lives, Okay. You don't like gay sex, don't have gay sex, okay? <laughs> it's real simple, dude. They won't bother you at all. If you're not into I it... Can't, I can't wait to see that campaign slogan when you run for office. Dude, I'll run for it, okay? I'll run for it. <laughs> Legalize all vices, all right? Everyone gets a free gun. And dude, if you don't like gay sex, don't have gay sex, okay? <laughs> and it's the same thing with the abortion thing. Listen, man. You know, you're abortion, you're you're taking abortion. If you don't like abortions, don't have abortions, okay? That. But let's not let Alabama set precedents for anybody, all right? They are bottom five in everything, okay? Don't tell me how to live my life when you're failing in your life, okay? (laughs) You're failing in education and you're failing in economics, don't mind your business, Alabama. Just keep winning football <laughs> titles with a corrupt football program that pays its players and ESPN cleans it up all the fucking time. All right. Just enjoy your football. Let us worry about us <laughs> because abortions aren't going to go away. They're not going to go away. They're just going to go to shady ass alleys. OK. Right. And bad things are going to happen to people that you love. So stop with this shit, okay? With this fucking stuff. Live your life. Don't tread on me. You can't call that when you want to raise your flag and wave your Bible and drive your monster truck, okay? Because you know what that sounds like to me? A lifestyle, all right? You want to live your lifestyle. Let the dude who wants to live his life as a woman live his lifestyle, okay? And everybody clean up their own backyard and the world will be a better place. I am sorry. I've been yelling at you for the last 10 minutes of this podcast. (laughs) Lee Camp, you are one of my favorite people on the internet i appreciate you you are like uh you're like abby martin and jimmy Dore. i you guys come on my podcast and i appreciate because i know i go a little deeper even though every time i talk to you you're a little bit more in the conspiracy world you're dropping all this <laughs> shit about centralized banks you know i think you're one of us you just don't want to admit it i get it it's like you don't want to admit you like pro wrestling you don't tell your friends but you have a wrestlemania party uh lee camp one more time where can they find your uh special or anything final thoughts on anything that i yelled at you about (laughs) uh thank you so much sam i I tried to i tried to keep up with the yelling i just uh, i i petered out at the end but uh um I, my, everybody can check out the comedy special at LeeCampComedySpecial.com. The first 10 minutes are free. You just click play. You don't have to enter your credit card or any of that shit. Just go check it out. Uh, LeeCampComedySpecial.com. And Redacted Tonight is not just on television. It's also on YouTube. So that's YouTube.com slash Redacted Tonight. All my tour dates are, are at LeeCamp.com. I'm headed to, to London and Minneapolis and Kansas City and uh, Washington, D.C. and a bunch of places. So that's that's LeeCamp.com. Lee Camp doing the Lord's work, homeboy. The you know what's Lord's cool that he does? Work. He lets people vote where he should go. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He literally tells us, vote, and I'll go to that city. So he has people voting on his website. Smart. Lee Camp isn't the, the hero we w- need. 
He's not the hero we want. He's the hero we need. <laughs> I love you very much, Lee. Thanks for coming on. Love to do it again Thanks, soon. Thanks, we'll guys. talk to you guys. Thank you, everybody, for your support, and we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody.